Hi, I'm Sandra Buchanan, all the way from Hudson, New York. I salute everyone on YouTube, everyone on the podcast and Vimeo, everyone on Facebook, Iron Sharpener, everyone that go on my website, www.ironsharpener.net. We are here with a great man of God, Mr. Doug Hicks, all the way from, you said, West Virginia? Virginia. Virginia, glory to God. We give God praise. I celebrate you, sir. Thank you for joining Iron Sharpener today. What is Iron Sharpener about? If you're here on this broadcast live, if you're listening to me on the radio and you want to know what the show is about, this is a new show that God of place, a great platform for everyone to come and share their testimonies, come and share what God have given unto you, your gifting, your talent something inside of you and if you don't recognize your talent and your purpose but you know god have placed a great passion inside of you this is a great platform for you to come and share to let the world know what it is that you're inventing what you have invented we had great guests on the show a lady all the way from texas her name is minister sid god told her to go and build a hospital in the philippines and she got the vision and she ran with it right now the hospital is up and running in the philippines and it's a medical it says medical hospital for jesus so i just want to celebrate her glory to god medical hospital for jesus if you want to donate to iron sharpener we will send it to the hospital for little kids they have a kids department in the hospital where you have little kids that were burned burn units and all these great things that they want to build for the hospital so Iron Sharpener is really raising funds for non-for-profits, for hospital, for widows, for orphans internationally, also to fight against human trafficking. A lot of kids have been abducted from their homes, from their family, and we're trying to put those pedophiles where they need to be off the street. Amen? So if you need to advertise your business, Iron Sharpener, you're, you're welcome to advertise your business. You could call us on 518-703-8. Four seven four eight four seven eight. Sorry, five one eight seven zero three eight four seven eight to advertise your business on this platform. You could also email us at ironsharpener twenty one at gmail dot com. ironsharpener twenty one at gmail dot com. If you want to sponsor, be a sponsor for the sh show. If it has blessed you so much, if you have watched the videos on YouTube, if you have watched the videos on Iron Sharpener Facebook, if you have watched it on the podcast and you are, you've been, it has been a blessing to you. You want to donate. You want to be a Patreon. You could also donate at www.patreon.com slash Iron Sharpener. Again, www.patreon.com slash iron sharpener so that we could help all the non-for-profits that i'm connected with glory to god and if you want to share your story again reach out to us email us iron sharpener 21 at gmail.com if you want to be a guest on the show this is a platform for everyone for the rejected for the outcast for the bruised for the refused everybody because you are beautiful and special in the eyes of God. You're wonderfully created, orchestrated for God's plan and purpose. And he knows you before you entered your mother's womb. So I just want to celebrate you today and celebrate life on Iron Sharpener. Amen. Glory to God. So here we are. I won't take up any more time, but to have Mr. X come on the show and just 
give us his great testimony, what God have done for him, for his family and his business and bless us mightily in Jesus name. Go ahead, sir. Uh, thank you uh, so much for allowing me to be a part of the show. Um, such an amazing uh, woman of God. Uh, and the, and the time that I've known you, uh, how long have we actually known each other? It feels like it's been, it feels like it hasn't been a long time, but I feel like it's been over a year now. Yeah. I think it's about a year. I met you in Maryland. Yeah. That is, that's so crazy. Shoot. Yeah. We did a photo shoot. Yeah. That's so crazy how time flies like that. But like, just from that first connection that we had together, it was like, I know the spirit of God is on this woman. And then you could feel that from me. I was just like, hey, pray for my son real quick. And then I just turned like that, like, go ahead, pray for him real fast. And that was crazy, right? Like, it was just like that spirit connection. That was amazing. And I thank you once again for allowing me to be a part of this, to allow me to be in, in the connection and, and everything that we got in the works. Um, thank you for allowing me to be a part of uh, what you're doing um, on your, okay. with your broadcast and everything. So, um, but <clears throat> my testimony is um, pretty much, uh, you know, growing up, a uh, single mom and uh, just kind of really not having my, my, my mindset together in how, uh, you know, knowing what God had in store for me. Uh, she raised me in going to church. Um, and, uh, you know, so the word was, was in my heart. Um, but my mind was doing other things. It had other plans uh, outside of what God had really in store for me. But like, as they always say, when I look back over my life, you know how they always say, when I look back, I always think about like uh, the things that God like kind of kept me away from being able to do. And like all the plans that the enemy was planning around the, you know, he kept me away from so many things and things that could have happened to me. He didn't allow it to happen to me because he knew he had he knew God had greater plans for or God knew that uh, there were greater things um, for me in my life. So when I turned 18, um, I had got uh, uh, in trouble um, for uh, breaking and entering grand larceny um, and I uh, ended up uh, I ended up going to jail. My, my mom bailed me out. So I was always uh, grateful for that, even though, you know, me and her argued so many times all, all the time growing up. Um, I can never look back and, and, and say that she didn't, you know, do her best to try to, you know, raise me as a, as a man of God and uh, to be a respectful, respectful person um, in general. Um, but in that year, my life like completely turned around. I mean, I was I was doing all kinds of different things, uh, selling drugs and, um, like you said, uh, like I said, uh, you know, robbing, running in houses and stuff, robbing people and all of that, all of that kind of stuff. People would say, oh, you don't look like the type of person. That's because I'm not the same person as I used to be. Um, God has really changed my life around. And in that year, I gave my life to Christ and um, things, things completely radically changed. Um, in my life after that, after that time, um, I actually uh, was asking God to help me get out of the situation. And so that's what, that's how I started off when I first got saved. When I first, I was like, how, or when I was first trying to understand who he was even more, like personally, God, can you help me get out of this situation? Like, I can't, I just, I just want to get out. You all, that's why people always like try to do like when they get their back, back against the wall. Um, but as the time was going on, it was more so it became because um, I went through like a whole year of court 
as time was going on, um, it turned from God, get me out of this situation to God, whatever it let your will be done. So whatever it is that you have for me, whether I go to jail, I'm a preacher word. If I, if you allow me to be out, I'll preach a word. And so my heart had actually shifted during that, uh, during that time period. Um, and, uh, what ended up happening was, um, I got accepted into Liberty university, which I didn't think I would uh, be able to do that. Um, got accepted in Liberty university where I actually got to learn even more in depth, um, about who, uh, God was and, um, the plans that he had for me, um, got married, um, you know, played football there, had my first kid there, uh, actually two of my, two, my, my two, um, my two boys, I had them, uh, when I was down there at Liberty. And then um, God had told my wife that it was time to move more north, more more to uh, northern Virginia um, and got a job uh, doing personal training, which was kind of what my degree was in um, exercise science. Um, but uh, my wife, she's been very pivotal. And like when the when the Lord speaks to her, when it's time to move, it's weird because like um, I am the type of person that uh, I like I, I like change. But I also like to be comfortable. It's a weird space. But she'll be like, no, it's time to move. And then she'll start doing things. And then God will just open up doors. So we moved up here. Um, we uh, eventually, um, long story short, um, I, I got into doing photography. I do, I've been doing music. I was doing music all throughout uh, college, uh, ministering in different different places all across the East Coast, um, as far up as New York, um, down to uh uh, Atlanta, um, and, uh, just been doing music, traveling, um, doing that. But then I got into photography, um, and I got my business, uh, going with that, uh, where my cousin and I started a company, PKP Studios. Um, and so we do photography and videography, do a lot of weddings, music videos, and, and different things like that. Still doing music, um, and, uh, really just connecting with a lot of people. Um, the next phase was that, uh, guy that told my wife, like, that it was time for us to get a house. And um, me, I was kind of like, well, you know, I'm looking at all of the numbers. I'm like, well, I don't know if this is going to work. I'm not really sure. And uh, <laughs> uh, she said, no, we're going to move. And she started actually packing, like, before we had any plans of uh, of uh, being able to, to, to get a house. Like, I, I, I couldn't see it happening. But she started packing and I was like, well, if God is telling her that and I know that I know that God is speaking, speaking to her um, because I believe it. I just like my, I'm so analytical. I try to think through everything. We started packing and uh, lo and behold, uh, God blessed us with a home. So we actually have a home for our kids. Our, we got three kids uh, for them to be able to run around nice backyard and all of that good stuff. God has just really blessed us. Um, and really, um, since since that time really expanding my business, expanding my work, expanding my music. Everything is just being done on a, on a, on a way higher level right now. And it's really just from being obedient to God, uh, training my kids up to, uh, be obedient to him. Um, and, and working on myself continuously, uh, continuously working on myself and, uh, trying to be better. Um, and, and, and really understanding who God is, spreading his gospel, talking to talking to people about uh, who he is and uh, really just sharing the gospel through my ministry, which is mostly music um, and uh, and, you know, doing the doing the photography and stuff like that and, and connecting with people that way. So 
that's a that's I can I can get really long winded with it, but that's uh, I try to condense it down. <laughs> okay, so you do more than photography. Seem like you do, man. Um, you know, production. Talk about that, because I just see God does want you to enlarge, enlarge your coast. I don't know if it's in your passion, but yeah. Yeah, so um, actually, uh, I've been doing um, the production side, like as far as video and, and all of that stuff for a good while. Actually, what's funny is my mom, uh, she had bought me a camera when I was like 12 years old. And so ever since I was 12, I've been always doing like video and stuff. The funny part about it is, though, uh, she had found a camera because she lives in Alabama. So I was like, Mom, bring the camera up. And uh, I actually got to show my kids like all the stupid videos that we were making when I was 12 years old. And so I was, you know, it was kind of embarrassing to see that, but they got to see like that creative side of me and where it, where it actually stemmed from. Cause I've always been one to like write, write, uh, you know, plays and different things like that and, uh, or, or try to and, and record and create. And, uh, um, but, uh, more recently, um, we, I did a, uh, a um, documentary for um, Christian comedy um, called Laugh Out Loud. Um, and uh, they um, uh, they actually won a few awards at, at some uh, at some um, awards shows and, and stuff like that. I did the, uh, the editing um, for that and kind of led in that area. It was a project that was actually um, in the works for like over 10 to, they were over 10 years that they were working on this project. And uh, when I got, put in charge of uh, the editing and, and uh, leading and directing in that. Um, we got it done in like a year. So they had all of this footage and it was like all this footage for years. And they, when I got in there, we made it happen. Uh, we also uh, did a lot of work with um, uh, some of the plays and the TV show that they're working on. Uh, so I am uh, leading and um, doing the, the, doing the uh, editing and stuff for their TV show um, that they have. Um, it's a Christian comedy show. Um, doing that, doing work with that. Um, like I said, I do music, so music videos for Christian artists, um, all types of artists, but I work with Christian artists as well. Um, and you know, video uh, videos for like weddings and different things like that as well. But um, I really enjoy doing a lot of the uh, TV stuff, like TV show stuff, and and working with different different types of uh, entertainment and and those kinds of things. So great. So tell me about the show. Are you allowed to talk about it? Are you just yeah, so they actually um so the the uh, first episode for the show um I just resent them um the first episode it's a pilot episode um and uh they're actually um uh trying to get the show they're they're spinning it up to uh different uh, production companies to try to get the show um you know a broader audience um so. Uh, the the one show that I'm working on, they're they're uh, trying to get it to a broader audience. We got a couple episodes recorded, um, but only one episode is being um, being pushed out right now. Um, so we had a uh, we we it's, it's been a lot of work to uh, get the show you know where they want it to be at, um, and uh, but it's 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 definitely it's definitely a good a good show. So I, I'm really excited for it um with uh with what they have and, and and how it's how it's coming together so a lot of people interested in in uh being a part of it so they've been spending it to some really really good people something like iron sharpener right something that 
Yeah, the dream. Like Iron Sharpener. Well, see, Iron Sharpener, <laughs> she tried to plug that in there. Like Iron Sharpener. <laughs> no, Iron Sharpener, Iron Sharpener is uh, is a different type of um, uh, way to reach people. This this show is more so like a uh, like a sitcom. So this one is a is a is an actual sitcom comedy Christian comedy sitcom show um, where you know you won't actually know how people react to the show until later, whereas you would be able to see how people react like immediately. You'd be able where to- Where we're going, interact. where Iron Sharpener wants to be. That's where Iron Sharpener wants to be, yeah, there you, yeah. there you go. There you go, there you go. Production, exactly. Yep. <clears throat> so what do you have to say to someone who have the passion for what you do, audio production, and they're young, coming out of high school, and they don't know. They're thinking about, I don't know. I don't, there's no one to push me because they don't have the parents that really make sure that their gift come alive. You know what I'm saying? So it's so yeah. important for parents to really understand their kids and know what God placed in them so that you could guide them along that line. And yeah. of course, it's going to take finances because you have to go to school for it, right? So no. You didn't go you to don't. school for it. Well, no. starting the business, you do, right? You have to buy the equipment and stuff. So what would you, you say? You don't have to go to school for it. You just got to. So what I'll so say, because I didn't have to go to school for it, but you have to be open to learning. That's the that's the, that's the thing. Um, when you actually are, uh, when your mind is open to learning, when you actually have, uh, uh, when, you, when you get into a mindset of, uh, optimism when you can actually say hey I can do this and you actually go for it there's tons of videos that YouTube has so much uh, uh, information on their shoot I still look at YouTube even still to this day to get ideas uh, people you know you got all these new apps TikTok and Instagram and all of that stuff to get ideas for how you can make something um, creative to be to be creative and realistically, the only thing that you would need is is the uh, that motivation um, and networking with the correct people like you uh, being right. able to network with the right people. And um, once you've done that, you're going to make mistakes as the time go, you know, as time goes on. By the time I actually met you, I had made a million mistakes with with other people's photography stuff and videos and different things like that. Um, but I've over the years crystallized it and God has really worked with me to be able to, uh, he, he's, he's given me the talent and ability to be able to have an eye for being able to see these things, but you can develop that as time goes on from doing it over and over and over again. I'm sure that when you did your first uh, show that it wasn't like how your show is now, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you were probably a little bit more nervous. You might, you might've didn't, didn't put it up correctly or just however you didn't have the right people. Now you have right, a no radio idea. guy. Now you got all of these different a things. Microphone. <laughs> microphone. Simply even those right. things like that. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. as time goes on, you learn. Um, and, and even saying something like that, our first wedding that we did, the first, the very first hire gig that my cousin and I did, we didn't have flashes for our camera. We thought we'd be able to get by without <laughs> having flashes for our camera and when when nighttime came oh man we had to do so much editing we were like, oh this photo this photo is not gonna work we're not gonna do <laughs> and we learned from that yeah get a flash and then it became like what type of flash like well, first we just got a flash then it was like all right well this flash works better and then we would look at other people's pictures and be like why does our pictures not look like this 
And then, you know, we started to learn about lenses and all of that stuff comes from 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 learning experience. But then um, now I'm also training my cousin so that he can be able to do it um, as well. But he don't have to make all the mistakes that I made because he's networked with someone that has been there and can help him get there a lot faster than it took for me to get to where I am to this day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really about networking, finding out where you can start and how you can build from there. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have, you know, you don't have to go to school for it. It's really about learning and connecting with the right people. And have the passion. Because and having the passion. Yeah, the passion. Your your talent, your career, it's very competitive. It's very competitive. Very competitive. So you always have to strive to grow and to learn to be excellent at what you do. Exactly. Because yep. the first time people see you, they want to see your portfolio. They want to see your work, what you do. Exactly. When I when I met you the first time in Maryland, I said I want a photo shoot. You show me your portfolio. You show me some beautiful photographs, and I said, "Yeah, I like what you. I like your work." So you yeah. have to be able to develop who you are, what you want to be, and offer something great for the customer, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So when I saw the work, I said, "I like it," and the way you took your photos. It was a lot of work on my part after the smiling <laughs> and turning and posing and I was tell them about the know. tell them about the last part though don't don't skip the last part the last part where you're trying to make me dance and dancing yeah <laughs> <laughs> the dancing part so photographs before and have to dance I mean yeah I so look with, at the end of this at the end of this episode I need you to back up <laughs> in that space that you got back there. And you gotta put some music on dance for the people. That's <laughs> that's the request. I plan to praise dance for the people. So I'm dancing, I'm you know, doing my yeah. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. Eventually they're gonna see me praise dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put you on the spot. Yeah, you did. So how is your son? Man, he's good. He's doing very well. He um he actually just turned 13 on the third. He's in school. Um yeah, so he just turned 13. So he's moving into a new phase of life. Um, and he's got a lot of learning experiences as well. Um, that or learning experiences that he that he's gonna be going through um as life goes on. Um and 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 realistically, it's it's amazing to be able to see where he's come from. You know, I because he because of his birthday, went back and looked at like all of the pictures from when he was as he was growing up. And it's just like, man, I remember that phase. I remember that day. I remember, you know, when this stuff happened. And um, and seeing where he is right now, um, he's such an amazing kid. You know, he's going to make mistakes as, as the years go on. But um, I'm really proud of my wife. Um, for She's a stay-at-home mom, um, you know, raising him to, to, to be where he is. And, uh, you know, obviously I put in a little bit of effort. I, I hope that, you know, that he learned something from me. Uh, but, uh, be, you know, but all of the stuff that we've instilled in him over the years, it's, it's been amazing to see who he's molding into, who he's becoming and stuff. You know, you still got to get on him sometimes about, you know, consistency and all of that stuff like that. The same stuff that I get on myself about, but trying to teach him to be better so that he can be, you know, it won't take him as long to understand it as it took for me to understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and invest in the word in him as well. Um, so, um, with all three of my kids, um, I have a board. So before they can play their game, 
get on their phone, uh, all of these things. You get out of school, you got to board. You got to you got to get through all of this stuff first. You have to. And, and two of those things that I'll, that I'll say specifically right now is that you have to have your scripture. You got to your, your your memory scripture. You have to quote that before you can get on there. The other thing is that you have to quote the, the, the uh, Old Testament books of the Bible. So if you know those two things, those two things are part of what you have to do. And then there's some exercise stuff in there, too, as a as an ex-personal trainer. I don't like to say ex, but as a personal trainer, <laughs> I'm still one. I like to say that um, you got to do some there's some fitness stuff that you got to do as well. And um, some uh, coding stuff. And I got like a lot of things that I have, like that I want them to be able to have so that if they, even if they don't use it, they can know it. And then, event, you know, life won't be as difficult for them later on when it comes to, uh, you know, easing into this next phase of, of where the world is going. Um, but uh, but the main thing is that they have the scriptures, that they have the word in their heart. Amen. So that they can always go back to it, no matter where they turn, no matter what direction that their life turns them to, the word will be in them and they'll always be able to remember it. That was the reason why, for me, I was able to turn to God during that time of difficulty in my life because the word was in me. You know Amen. what I'm saying? I couldn't turn away from it as much as I like tried to like ignore it and I would do all of these wild and crazy things. At the end of the day, the word was, it was in me. It was in my heart. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm, you know, trying to instill in my kids as well. But he's doing great. Long, that, see, I told you I was long winded. That was, Amen. <laughs> doing so great. what can you say to a parent that even a dad that walk out on their kids, walk out on the family, what can you say right now to encourage them? Maybe a father listening on the radio that never was there for their kids. Give them some advice. Um, you know, you're like, it, it's different. That's, that's a really difficult, um, topic. Uh, actually the last song that I released was called daddy loves you. Um, and, uh, actually I got to send that one to you so you can, so you can check it out. I did a video for it and everything. Um, but that song, um, was really for my mom, but because I grew up, like I said, single, single mom, um, and, it was also for uh, single fathers or fathers that are fighting to uh, be with their children. For the father that is not with their children, that that uh, maybe is not looking to be in their child's life, I highly, I highly, 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 and I tell this to I told this to to some of my uncles that have been in this position. Your kids, they're going to remember. They're gonna they're gonna remember. That that you were not trying to be in their life, or that you weren't fighting to be a part of their life, it's gonna is it is something that they're never gonna forget. Whether they end up turning into a similar case, or whether they say this will never be who I am, which is which is what I vow to myself, which I vow to my wife, which I vow to my children. I won't be like how my father was, because I even tried to you know fight to try to be you know to allow my father to be a part of my my kid's life. And but with my story, what, um, you know, everybody's different in how they how they go about that um, situation. Um, but I, I say that it is very important that you turn your life around to to fight to try to be in your child's life. It's very important. The man is very important in that union of uh, of uh, raising a child. It's very very important. So that that's really all the advice that I can give in something like that. You you have to turn your heart around and. 
you know, if it, if it's difficult, hey, that's your child. You gotta, you have to do what is difficult to be a part of your child's life because they 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 will remember it. And at the end of the day, you know, you want to be a part of their life and 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 help mold them to uh, become great. How did you cope with your father not being there when you were younger? What age did he walk out, or you didn't see him? Uh, yeah, he was never. My father was never like. Um, you know, he was never a part of the household. Um, but my mother, she always, cause my father lived with my, with my grandmother, he lived with his mom. And so my mom would always take me to uh, DC was where they lived at, would always take me to DC to stay with my grandmother for like a day, a weekend. Um, you know, even like, I think I had spring break there one week, I stayed there and I would see him. Uh, and it was always this cold it, it never felt like we had a relationship. Um, you know, he would come in the door um, sometimes and I would see him and I'd be like, oh, that's my dad right there. Like, I would, you know, as a kid, I'm excited. Like, oh, this is my dad. Like, I'm eight years old. Like, man. And he would just go upstairs, go to sleep. <laughs> so I would be like, man, okay, all right. And um, as time went on, you know, you hear stories back and forth. Oh, this is what, you know, your dad did. This is what your mom did, stuff like that. Cause I would still talk to him every little once in a while, but I never had a, a real relationship with him. And as time went on, I started to notice the things myself personally, um, what was and what wasn't. And I realized that he just never really fought to be a part of my life. Um, and I had that conversation with him. Uh, maybe I might've been like, might've been like six years ago that I had the conversation with him. And I was telling him about how um, uh, how I felt over the years and stuff, and it didn't go how I how I planned it to go. Um, it really hurt actually um, how that how that conversation went. Um, but um, you know, because I held a grudge for a long time, and um, but that conversation helped relieve me. It helped me. It opened up my eyes to the type of person that I was dealing with. Because not every father. You know, as a as a kid that trying to have a relationship with it, not every father is built to not every dad is built to be a father. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think that he was um, and he grew up. They they my mom, him and my mom grew up in the 80s, you know, or they were a part of that 80s um, crack epidemic that happened in D.C. Mm. Um, and so they were all, you know, into that. But my mom ended up they both. My my father supposedly he got saved as well, so he was going to church and stuff. But I'm not. I, I don't want to judge anybody. I'm not sure. But it's just his personality is is what is it is what it is. But my mom she got saved, and you know she was a very strong Christian woman, very strong woman of, of God, and um and she raised me with that. But um, I'm not sure if he fully recovered from that. So I'm not really sure, you know how how that went. But it definitely was a difficult a difficult time took me a long time to be able to get over that. And it still bothers me still to this day, you know, that, you know, it's not even really about me anymore. I'm like, this is about your grandkids now, you know, yeah. like having a relationship with them because, you know, my, my wife's father, he's, he's gone. You know, my daughter has never met him before. She, act, he actually passed away two weeks before my daughter was born. And so, and he was a great man, great man of God and everything. So it's like, you guys, they have one grandfather and, he doesn't want to have a relationship with them. So it's really, it's really uh, difficult. 
he says that he wants to, but he doesn't really, you know, there's a, there's one thing to say something and there's another thing to actually to do. So, yeah. you know, we try to, I try going to through stuff on his own that he have to work out, work out his own life first, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I hear you, I hear you, but you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, Sometimes, cause you know, you know, if if you wanted to, if you, if you wanted to do this radio show, you're gonna do it, right? If you say you wanted to do it but you never did it, I would say you probably don't really want to do it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Cause like, and 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 I and I get that from my personal training mindset. That's that's how I thought as a personal trainer. If you say, hey, I want to lose weight, right? I want to get in shape. I want to bulk up. I want to get muscles, right? But you never come to the gym. Maybe you really there's some. You say you want to do it, but there's something about the desire is not there. It's not there, right? You see what I'm saying? So you might say, "Hey, I want to have a relationship with you, with 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 my grandkids or whatever." But maybe the desire is not really there. Because if it was, then you would travel a hundred miles to go see them. You know, you would try to go out of your way to have a a. a a relationship. That's what God does with us. He goes out of his way. Amen. He sent his son to die on the cross for us. He went out of his way. He didn't have to do that for us. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to, but he went out of his way mm -hmm. to have a relationship with us. Yeah. You know so what I mean? Me, tell me about your life in prison. Um, how long you stayed there and what was it like knowing that you had the word in you? Were you in gangs? Were you, you went to the box? I heard about the box in the <laughs> I was. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't actually go to prison. So okay. I actually I actually only went to jail and I was only there for a day. But it was an experience, though. Um, and actually, uh, which I know this is kind of a plug, but uh, Pastor Malik, he messaged me back. So he's definitely down for getting on the show. Okay. And he actually did go to prison. So he has like some really dope stories to, to give to you, some really good stuff for that. But actually, um, what's, what's actually interesting when I when I went to jail, I was, like I said, I was only there for a day. Um, but when I went there, I got to see a lot while I was there. Like when you when you go to jail, and jail is not the same as prison. Mm -hmm. But when you go to jail, you depending on where you go. But regardless, I saw a lot in just that one day. I mean, I was like, dang, this is this is actually really crazy. Like you see a lot on the street, but then like jail is like a whole different different ball game. It's like I don't know if I could live here for a long time. Like, I don't know if I would want, like, th that's what you're thinking. Like, I don't want to be here for, for much longer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a different not, world, right? This is a totally different world. They don't feed you. Like, you get, like, the worst food. Like, this is terrible. Like, I was only there for one day, and I was already thinking, like, this is not where I want to be. I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be here. Um, and But just in that time, I actually got to witness to somebody because – um, by the time I, um, cause like I said, I had the word in me, you know what I'm saying? But my mind was changing over the time. And by the time I, uh, was, was found out for, for what I did and the time that I, um, actually turned myself in was probably about a month somewhere, probably, probably about a month. So I had a little bit of time to think on, you know, what I was doing in, in my life and everything. And, um, I had met this guy that was in there and he had told me he was from DC. So they would come to Virginia and they would steal cars, take them back to DC and sell them. Um, and, um, he had got caught. They had got caught. The police was chasing them. 
and his brother started shooting at the police. And um, it was it was I was like, dang, for real. He's like, yeah, man, he was shooting at the police when they when they actually uh, I think they did the spikes across the street. You know how you see that in the movies? They throw the spikes across the street, throw the spikes across the street, stops the car and they pull him out. And he said that they whooped his brother really, really like he was bloody, like they whooped him really, really bad because he shot at them. And um, I was just like, I'm hearing this story and I'm just like, man, that is wild. And um, I actually got to talk to him a little bit more about like, you know, turning his heart around and, and, and possibly seeking after God. And, you know, this is like, this is a, a, a inmate talking to another inmate. So he's probably like, man, what this dude talking about? The crazy thing is, um, after I got out, after I got home, I walked in the house. My mom has the news on. This guy's face is on the news. Mm-mm. His face is on the news. Um, and I was just like, I, my, I was just witnessing to this guy. I was just talking to him. Like, I was just talking to this guy in, on TV. Like, he's on TV right now. I just talked to this guy. Um, that, was, that was really interesting seeing that. Um, and, and a lot of times um, when God is talking to me, he talks to me. Or uh, I, I see things like that. Things will connect like that. Where it will be like, I just witnessed to this guy. Now he's on TV or something will connect. It'll always be like these connections that'll happen. And um and I and I realized that God was a part of it. So regardless of what that guy is doing in his life right now, he heard what I told him and it and it and it is a part of him now. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it might not it might not a it's just a seed, you know what I mean, that I sowed in him. But there was a there was a there was a lot of different a lot of different crazy stuff that I saw in there. Uh, it was it was it was pretty interesting, but uh, I'm pretty sure Malik will be able to give you a whole lot better uh, a whole lot better stories. Yeah, <laughs> he's told me a lot of good stories too, so I know I know for sure he's got some really good stories of of guy so, using him in in different situations. But yeah. So as far as um your production business, I believe God wants to use you to bring the jail scene in production. Because mm. it's your testimony. Mm. It's your testimony. And you that's could really reach, good. You could reach millions of people that I couldn't reach because of your experience in there. And you have yeah. to win souls. God wants you to go back in there and win souls. So um, if it's in your hearts and your passion, you can make it come alive into production with the jail. Whether in movies um, or so, whatever. It, it, yeah, I used to uh I used to go to the detention center. Um, the youth uh, juvenile detention center, and we would go in there and witness when I was in college um, to the youth. And uh, when I actually moved up here, um, I went a couple times, and uh, it was amazing. Like to to be able to witness to those kids, you see, like I'm I'm looking in the eyes of like family members. That's how I felt. Like I'm I'm seeing the guys that I used to hang out with, like all the kids that I hung out with. I'm seeing these. I'm seeing it in their eyes. And to see their hearts change, like right there on the spot, because of the type of ministry that we were providing them. It was what I always like to call my, my ministry. So just to kind of go in, into it a little bit, like I told you before, my name, um, my my uh, performance name is Prominence. Um, and right now, short prom, PRXM. Um, and uh, what, that, what that means is, uh, standing out, right? But then there's another definition where there's actually 
what they call solar prominence. So that prominence is the, the, the tongues of the sun or with those parts of the sun that comes out, they call it prominence. Right. And so what, what I, what I had realized that, um, that actually connects to acts two, right. To where the, the spirit of the Lord came in mm-hmm. and flames, right. The tongue, Fire. the tongue of the Holy spirit. Right. And so I'm like, I'm like, man, God, is, that, that's what I'm talking about. Those connections. My name was that before I even realized that, that, uh, that scripture and God was already connecting who he wanted me to be, to be able to speak prominence. And then this is the crazy, this is the crazy thing. Um, so what I also, what God also laid on my heart was that, um, when I would do music and I would minister to the youth, I was actually in a, in a, in a certain way speaking in tongues to them because it was a different language than what they heard when they would hear someone behind the pulpit or someone else that ministered to them in a different way. I actually, I was actually not necessarily speaking in a different language as far as like different than English, but I was speaking in a language that they were able to understand the gospel. So that's a gift. So it was a, so, and, and I saw it that way. Like when God hit me with that, I was like, that is actually crazy because I saw the, and, and, it, and again, this is in the juvenile detention center. There were people that would be ministering to them. They had the guitars or they were like, you know, dude. And the kids were like this. I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. I was like, they are booing them off the stage. These kids are ruthless. Man. And uh, and then when we get up there, they're, they're, they're focused. Their eyes are like, they're focused. Amen. And by the time we finish, how many of y'all want to turn your heart over to God? Mm. Like, like literally, like I'm talking about like 95 percent of these kids, and and we were able to pray with them. They were able to see the the message, the hope that that Christ has for us. They were able to see that through a language that we were able to speak. That they were able to relate with through hip hop music. Amen. You see what I'm saying? And um, and, and when God hit me with that, I was just like, man, that is that's actually pretty amazing and so when you say that i need to get back to it because i haven't actually been able to get back into it the lady that was um that was leading it i think she's moved on to somewhere else so it was really difficult for me to get in there in the first place um and with the juvenile detention center um depending on where you are they don't let certain people come in and and uh you have to have like because you know these these are kids some of them are gang affiliated Mm -hmm. and they don't want someone to come in there that may be associated with the gang in any way and could be coming in there so it's it's really difficult but what you're saying there i've been wanting to get back in uh, and i I might need to look back into it uh what you what you telling me that so yeah yeah, we never talked about it before but that's what i'm seeing right so god you have a big and great ministry because the Bible said much is given, much is to who much is given, given yeah. much is required. Wire, so yeah. you, you have a lot to do when it comes to your music. So you could sing, you could rap and all that. Yeah. I do. You can you rap for Iron Sharpener, right? <laughs> oh man, I knew it was- <laughs> you're not getting all the hope. We want to hear uh Christian rap. <laughs> <laughs> Before you get off, so you start thinking about what you're gonna wrap, right? Oh man! <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's really great what God is doing, and I pray that God will, as He give you the revelation and insight, will also give you the funding 
So for that kind of ministry with the kids and um, music or art or whatever you want to do, maybe you should consider and bring it into a non-for-profit business. Register yeah. a non-for-profit business and then mm. you can raise the funding that you need and then get the team to work with you. So it wouldn't be just you solo because when you're over in another state doing your photography or your movie production, you have a team doing the non-for-profit with the kids, you know, and then wow. God would bring hey, we together. To off, we had to talk off the, off the, off the script <laughs> about that. Me hit with, yeah, that sounds good. I yeah, like how man, that rings. God is just giving me the download for you, sir. Man. <laughs> yeah, so you're wow. a great minister ahead of you. Um, Run with the vision, Habakkuk 2. That's my favorite scripture. Mm. Write the vision. Oh, so make it plain. read it may run, make it plain. So mm -hmm. that you can run with it. So when you get a word, you write it and you run with it. And wow. it will come. The Lord surely, it says, though it tarry, wait, it will surely come. It will not lie. You understand what mm. I'm saying? And I'm a living witness for this broadcast. I run with it. Oh, yeah. dropped it in my spirit. I run with it. And just connection. Big shout out to Mr. Tyrone again for DFWI Gospel Radio I Gospel. I mean, he's the first one that brought me on live broadcast when I got connected. Wow. And he's all the way in Texas, so I celebrate him. And wow. And I want to celebrate Mr. Marvin. He's in New York. He's an engineer that brings the professionalism in the shows, you know, clean up the editing so that it will go on my podcast and Facebook and YouTube. So I celebrate Mr. Randall, too. I celebrate... Mr. Prophet Londa Morgan, he's Texas. He's a guy that take the audio file and put, wow. the, put the photograph that you take. Remember those photos? <laughs> put, put them together, together on the audio. Wow. It's so professional. So big shout out to Prophet Landa. So, you know, so all the yeah. team, he brought me to people, connect me like what you're saying. That networking, Connection yeah. And network because it's mm. his work. It's for his glory. Yeah. To do what we do, and for you, God will do the same. Yeah, you know I believe so it. all these things that He puts <laughs> in you, even your name, prom. You need to get that logo, man, with the Holy Ghost fire and everything. Yeah, make it come alive. Make that logo come alive. Yeah, Put it on your cap on your T-shirt represent prom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So right now, I got a. This is a shirt right here that I made. I'm not sure if you can see it or not. This is uh Okay, yeah, okay. The name of the name of God right here, Yahweh. Oh I got a song. Yeah. I got a song. It's uh Yahweh te the, the Tetragram. And uh I got a project that's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. And uh but I have a song on there. This is like kind of the, the project is kind of centered around the name of God and like kind of going in depth on uh what his name means and and how the hebrew is is tied in and all of that good stuff like that so um that's kind of where i'm where i'm at with uh branding necessarily not necessarily like um doing it for like money but just like for getting people to understand more of who he is to to know the plans that he's had for us for such a long time you know what i'm saying since yeah. the beginning of the time so amen so um what do you want to say to the audience who have visions and dreams and even young men? How can you motivate them right now? Can you pray for them right now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
Father, I just um I just thank you and I and I praise you and I glorify your your holy name. I thank you for what you've been doing uh with Sandra and her and her broadcast, her podcast, her her show, um and, and the message that she's spreading through the, the the people that she's allowed to be on the show, the people that you've allowed to be on the show, the people that she's connected with, the networking that she's had over the years um, to, to bring this show to life, the people that have been downcast, downtrodden, Lord God, and, and, and outcast, Lord God. And I just pray for um, divine connections to continue to come, uh, continue to come in her way, continue to come in her favor. She has immense favor in you, and, and, and that emanates through the show, it emanates through her personality, and and she knows that Lord, and 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 we know that you have great plans for this show. Um, as uh, as 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 you said, she's been writing down um, her vision, and you are you are bringing that vision to life. I pray for those that are listening right now that are uh, that have plans that they will also write those plans down, that they won't procrastinate. Procrastination is is one of the is a trick of the enemy, Lord. And we and we know that we that we should not procrastinate. You said to write those plans down, Lord God, make them plain, Lord God, and you will open up the eyes. You will open up the eyes of the people that need to see those things and those people that have ideas and that have visions for for things that you've given them, that you've laid on their hearts, Lord, that they will act, that they will move forward with those plans, that they will go forward with those plans and, and, and change the world, Lord God, change the nations, Lord God, to, to end wars with the plans that they have, Lord God, to, to end to end racism, Lord God, to end uh, famine in, in different places, to, to, to uh, uh, as she was talking about earlier with the, 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 the lady that has the hospital to bring healing, Lord God, in, in your son's name, in Yeshua's name, Lord. We thank you for those people that have those ideas and that are actually acting on them. And we pray for the people that have the ideas and are too afraid to act on them, that you will divinely uh, bring a fire into them, Lord God, to act on the things that you have in store for them, Lord God. And I and I just thank you and I praise you for all of the the amazing miracles that you're that you're doing in your people uh, to this day, Lord God. I pray that the the words that I've spoken today, Lord God, will turn the hearts of the people that are listening and the people that have never listened before, that they will actually uh, be a, a regular subscriber to Iron Sharpener and that they will uh, be able to hear the message from multiple different people and, and be changed, that their life be changed, Lord God, by what they hear. Um, and uh, and this amazing broadcast is this, this what you brought together for uh, for your people to be able to hear, Lord God. And the people that that are that are that are just interested in hearing more about who you are and, and what you have in store for them, Lord God. That they will come to you and that they will be a part of the kingdom, Lord God. We we welcome them, uh, Lord God, and we just thank you and praise you for all that you've done in your son Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. So today's a national day of prayer. So now you can pray for the nations. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, I just I just thank you and I praise you for uh, for our country, Lord God, for allowing us to be here in the United States, Lord, to be in a country that is free, that allows us to be able to express uh, uh, express who you are um, to people, Lord God. I pray for the other nations as well, Lord God. I pray for uh, for this for this uh, uh, pray over this this war that is going on, um, uh, Russia and Ukraine, Lord God. I pray that. 
that you will that you will turn the hearts of the people that are 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 um are oppressing lord god in 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 such a situation that you will turn their hearts lord god that you will turn their weapons around lord god and that you will bring peace in that situation lord god i pray for uh, uh south america pray for asia lord god i pray for um for canada i pray for uh africa lord i pray for all of these nations um i pray for all of the nations within those different places um that you will uh that you will divinely bring them together lord god that you will show your face to them lord god that you will manifest yourself to the places that have never that have never heard you before, Lord God. And I just pray that you you bring, you send people, you send missionaries, Lord, and that you divinely manifest yourself so that they will be able to see who you are, Lord, and that their hearts and minds will be changed. I pray for your, your word to be spread, Lord God, as is the only thing that can change the hearts of man. And I pray that you, that you be with them, that you walk with them um, as you did. Uh, back in back back in, during the Exodus, Lord, that you walk with those people, Lord, that you be with them, and uh, I just pray for peace. I pray for uh, for for love. I pray for uh, your divine inspiration um, to fall over them, Lord God, and and that they uh, be able to to hear again something uh, like the iron sharpener that they be able to hear and they can tune into this and and be able to hear the word of God being spoken to them and spoken to their hearts. Um, I pray for the nations and that they um, that we that we uh, that we um, uh, have a divine inspiration and be led by you, Lord God, that, that we all turn that they, the nations be turned to you, that their hearts be transformed and turned to you, Lord. And we just love you. We praise you once again in your son, Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you once again, Lord, for hallelujah, all that you're doing. We bless your holy name, Father. We lift up your name as the nations are praying. We're joining forces together and pray because men ought to pray daily. We pray without ceasing. We pray for our leaders, for those who are in a position over us. Father, we pray for every nation. We pray for every prominent, every cities, every communities. Father, we pray for the judicial system. We pray for every system, Lord, that we could think of in the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that the, we will not depart from righteousness and holiness and justice, Lord, because you are a righteous God. You are a just God. And, Lord, I pray even for our great nation of America that we will not move away from the stony landmark that our forefathers have set, a landmark that was built and founded on Jesus Christ a landmark that honors the law of God that is written on our heart. Lord, I pray that as we become a stronger nation in this time and season, that prayer will not depart from our homes. Prayer will not depart from our schools, from our community. Lord, because when we join forces together and pray, we build and we can conquer the enemy. We can conquer spiritual warfare and wickedness in high places. So, Father, I pray for every nation kindred and tongue today in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for humanity as a whole in the name of Jesus, that we will begin to understand that we need God, that we need to understand that without prayer, without acknowledgement, that we need to be saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. We cannot be able to make it. We, we need God more than we think we do. We need Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need the blood to be applied on our lives daily 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We need to know that there is power in the name of Jesus. And there is no other name given among men whereby we can be saved. Only through the blood and only through the name of Jesus Christ where we can be truly saved, transformed, and delivered in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are not ashamed as we pray on the broadcast and the radio and YouTube, Facebook. We are not ashamed to call upon the name of Jesus. And that's the only name that can save us. Oh, glory to God. In affliction, in times of perilous time, in hard time, only Jesus can save Ukraine. And he is saving Ukraine. He is working behind the scenes. And we pray for peace right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And God is moving by his spirit. No matter how bad it looks, Jesus will save Ukraine. Ukraine belongs to Jesus. Russia belongs to Jesus. All the nations belong to Jesus. And many are the plans of man. But it's the will of God that will prevail. Only the will of God that will stand in the name of Jesus. And a lot of times we are seeing the evil and the wickedness. Like in the book of Habakkuk, and we're wondering, what is God doing? Why isn't God doing something? What is he doing? But can I tell you that God is always moving by the Spirit. He's always working behind the scene because he is God. And he raised up kings and he bring down kings. Always from the beginning to the end of the Bible. God chose king. He brings them up. He bring them down. When pride lift them up, he bring them down. Until they humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. And acknowledge who God is. And then he will restore them. So as long as we continue to pray, seek his face, and understand that we are nothing besides Jesus, that he is all and everything, glory to God, and we give him all and we reverence the king of glory, he will take control, he will fight our battles, he will bring the nation of Ukraine back to where it ought to be, because he is God and there is none beside him. You look all around, but there is no one else but Jesus Christ. Only Jesus. There's none before him. There's none after him. There's no one else but Jesus Christ. No one else can sit on his throne. No one died and was risen in three days. Nobody. Only Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. And it will never change. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It will never change. He is the king of glory. And he sit high in the throne. And he rules and reigns forever. And forever, and we ought to give him praise. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. So we thank God. And the nations ought to thank him. We ought to seek his face and give him praise and thank him. For he is God and he loves us unconditionally. He created us. He spoke the word into existence. He spoke the world into existence, into being. He spoke me and you into being before hallelujah. we even hit our mother's womb. We belong to him because we were purchased by his blood hallelujah glory to god so we just celebrate life we celebrate the blood-stained banner we celebrate being sons of god today knowing that we have the liberty in christ we are not bound in sin the shackles are off we are free because whoever the son set free is free indeed and i just want to talk to everybody who don't know christ get to know jesus try it for yourself you may try so many things you try drugs you try alcohol you try everything glory to god and your money cannot save you only jesus 
and the blood can Hallelujah. save us. So try Jesus. If you have tried everything and it failed you, Jesus never failed. Oh, hallelujah. And that's what we are here on this radio broadcast to celebrate Jesus because it's all in him. We live and we breathe and have our being in Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. So I just want to thank you, um, man of God, for taking your day off and to be on Iron Sharpener. And because of your sacrifice to be on the broadcast, God will bless you mightily. It will open up doors for you. It will connect you with Destiny Helpers. Why? Because you make it your business to bless a people in the airways, to listen to your testimony. Your testimony is powerful. It's great. You weren't ashamed to talk about your life, where you've been, what you did, because you know Jesus got the glory and he was the one that bring you out Amen. of the miry clay. And God is truly excited and blessed because you spoke it out. You didn't hide it. Oh, glory to God. And I pray for your business. I pray for your production company. I pray for your photography company. I Hallelujah. pray for your nonprofit. I pray for everything that God Hallelujah. has given into Hallelujah. your hands because he, he trusts you and you're a good steward of what he has given unto you. Glory to God. So as he places it in you, you're going to not bury your talent, but you're going to add to it so that you could give it Amen. back to him and say, this is what the increase of what you have given me and I've been a good steward, glory to God. And then he could say, well done, my good and faithful servant, because you've been faithful in little, now I could give you much. In Amen. the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I celebrate your wife. Big shout out to your wife and Thank your you. kids. I bless you. I bless your family in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to celebrate Sister Denise. She's on the line. I celebrate you, one of God. You've been faithful and I am sharpener watching and supporting. May the Lord bless you and enlarge in your coast in the name of Jesus Christ. And for everyone that's on the broadcast, on the radio, on the YouTube, Facebook, on my website, on the podcast that we're going to share it later. I thank you for being an Iron Sharpener. Thank you for supporting all my Patreon givers, donors. Thank you. If you want to be a donor, go to my www.patreon.com slash Iron Sharpener so that we could feed the poor kids, help the orphanage and the widows so that we could stop human trafficking and get those kids back to their family. That's where the money goes. Oh, glory to God. We are helping awesome. our community. We're That's helping awesome. the nations. Amen. So please connect with Iron Sharpener. The number is 518-703-8478. And the email is ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. So Mr. X, do you have a phone number for someone who want to uh, give you business? Can you let us know what's the number? Uh, 571-330-4302. Say it again. 571-330-4302. And the name of your company? Uh, PKP Studios. So if you Google mm -hmm. PKP Studios. Okay, great. So what I need you to do, I do this for all my guests as a, as a, just as a blessing. I need you to email me a flyer or something, a business card so that I could put you on and uh, advertise your business. Amen. Glory to awesome. God. So thank you. Have a great day and I celebrate you. See you soon. Thank you so much. Bye -bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.